Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Hi, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another amazing interview on the Superconscious Success Super Summit. So in this interview, we're going to be talking to none other than dream tracker Bambi Corso. If you have not yet heard her introduction interview, make sure you head across to the Superconscious Success YouTube channel and we have an amazing introduction which will give you a bit of an insight as to who Bambi is. So, um, Bambi, hi, how are you today? Hi, Jen. I am very well and I'm thrilled to be here with you today. And I am so excited to have you here too, to let, let the audience know about what dream tracking is and how they can use dream tracking to be able to reach higher levels of consciousness and to be able to really expand um, as, to, as to what their desires are and, and who they are and... Um, and I'm excited to go into this with you. Um, now, you have a new book and a new uh, course, which will be launched shortly, if it hasn't yet been done by the, by the summit. But um, that will help people to really delve into that deeper. But I think that this interview is going to give them some great insight into dream tracking. So let's start off by just asking, why is it important that people pay attention to their dreams? Well, we're always being informed by something else. And, you know, it's not like the heavens have tossed us down into being human without any kind of guidance. And so I look at dreams as a, an internal navigation, you know, a, a guidance provider that gives us insights and, and helps us along our journey. And when we learn to pay attention to our dreams, something else comes in to our day-to-day -day life because we're receiving information from different types of, of outside influences or from spirit. And so paying attention to your dreams opens up a whole nother dimension into being human really, and allows us to hear things and see things that we wouldn't maybe always pick up on that in turn kind of helps us you know, do more reflecting and helps us to become more conscious and more self-aware and even listen more to our own inner voice. Yeah, because when, when we're dreaming, that's actually an opportunity for our higher self and for our angels and our spirit guides and, as you've said, higher intelligence to really connect to us. Yeah. And so when we're dreaming, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And so all of our desires and all of you know, I mean, you've heard of people that are flying in their dreams or, yeah. um, but the, the problem is that sometimes we can over interpret our dreams and we can, we can yeah. think that they mean things literally 
when actually they mean something else. So is that something that you've found <laughs> happens frequently with your coaching clients? Yes, until people start learning how to work with their dreams. But I mean, I remember uh, one person who uh, her husband had dreamed that she had an affair. And when they woke up in the morning, and of course, you know, this was so far from the truth. He was so pissed off at her. He didn't speak to her all day. So, oh, no. you know, taking things literal like that, it, definitely not always uh, uh, the most helpful, but looking at things symbolically uh, yeah. changes the dream work completely. So would that, so, so something like that, say that somebody had a dream like that, would that come down to a, a deep-seated fear that, that he may have had in regards to, um, in regards to the relationship or in regards to his own, his own, um, how do I put it? to his own fears that he's got in his body. Is that the sort of symbolic, symbolic message from something like that? Some, some portion. Yes. And yeah. I think, you know, it depends per person, what, what, what that's going to be. So yes, absolutely that. And it could also be showing that there's, you know, something going on with your boss and, you know, the boss is secretly interviewing somebody to replace you and you're picking up on it, but you don't yeah. really know about it. Or, you know, you start looking at things from a, a symbolic site, as Carolyn May so beautifully uh, has put it, that you see things more for, you know, what's the energetic around it? What is the action? What is the setting? What is happening in the dream that may also be going on in another area of life? Because often we're not going to dream about the exact person that we're having the issue with. And it, so it shows up as somebody else. Yeah. And sometimes absolutely. that person will have similar qualities or it could be, you know, male, female. Right. So this okay. is why it's really important that we don't, that we don't take dreams literally. Um, and, and believe that as your, as your client did, that just because you dreamt that someone had an affair, it might be an idea to talk to them before you, before right. you um, give them silent treatment for a day. But I think, I think it's, um, if somebody was wanting to delve into their dreams a bit more, are there resources out there um, that, that can sort of give you some of these symbolic, symbolic um, ideas? Yes. And um, I just wanted to pick up on one thing you said prior, yep. and that is that there are prophetic dreams that do, in fact, um, tell you something literal that is going on. It's mm -hmm. just that that does not happen that often. Okay. But of course, I want to make a space for the fact that that does happen yes. also. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and as for resources, you know, it's interesting because Back when I first started studying dream work, there was dream dictionary. So it would say, well, you know, if you dream about, you know, a, a, a lion, it, it has to do with power and, you know, aggression or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, the reality is, though, that a lion to me is going to be very different than a lion to you. Yeah. And so we each have our own associations, our own connections, our own you know, uh, responses to that type of an image. And so it's so individual to do uh, your own dream work without being told by somebody else what your symbols mean. Yeah. And I think that's just a really crucial part of even just a first step in dream tracking is you start understanding or looking at what the image is, but what, what is it to me? You know, if I dream about a boat, you know, what are my associations? Well, funny, I don't have a lot of associations to boat because boat is not something that's in my waking life. So what is it that I know about it? What is it used for? How do you just start to get to know what the image is? 
um, and start, you know, you, you can create your own dream dictionary. Um, but generally, I just, you know, it's, it's so much about just getting to know your own images and see what shows up as it relates to what's going on in your life at the same time, you know, within 24, 48 hours. And just connecting, just connecting the dots, I suppose. Yeah. And I think too, Al, when we talk about consciousness and how dreams can really help us with consciousness, I think it's also recognizing that our higher intelligence will actually come to us in our dreams in many different ways. And they will come to us in different ways than they might, might go to somebody else. So it is very important that we connect what is happening um, on, you know, an individual level, yeah. as opposed to like Bambi says, oh, because I've had some of those dream dictionaries and yeah. I've looked through them and they're very fascinating. Yes. But like you said, it's not necessarily the same for everybody. So dream tracking yourself is really, really important. So, um, so when you're dream tracking, um, what is a process that is involved in dream tracking? Well, the, the most basic part of dream tracking is just beginning to write down your dreams. Mm -hmm. And so many people, you know, they have their dreams, but then they're gone within a few minutes. And without having that log of what it was that you were dreaming, you, you can't really go back and see if an image has showed up before. Mm. So, you know, in the clients that I've worked with, you know, the first thing I have them do is start writing down your dreams. And I usually won't even meet with them for about two weeks and then have them bring everything. And together we start looking for, okay, is there a similar image? Is there a similar actions, emotions, settings? You know, is, are, are the dreams taking place at a certain time of year? You just start looking for parallels mm. between dreams. And tracking is not designed to like uh, be interpretation per se. I mean, yes, we're always kind of mining for some kind of meaning and something that we can take out of the dream. But I like to, to stay out of saying, well, this means that because mm -hmm. then I've limited the dream to one thing and it can't ever be anything else. It, it can't continue to inform me the same way as if I'm tracking and I'm staying much more open to noticing and then watching what else starts happening in, in dreams moving forward as well and see how images are evolving or and how I am evolving with them. Absolutely. And so, so we know that dream tracking is really important, but what would what would someone's end result be when, when they're trying to track their dreams? Is it, is it to expand and take notice of their dreams so that they're able to sort of like make good decisions or what's the, what's the ultimate goal for that? Ultimate goal. I think it depends, you know, per person, what you want to get out mm -hmm. of it also. But I think ultimately it's about becoming self-aware. Yeah. Um, and it's about really tuning into, again, these energies that are constantly trying to inform us mm -hmm. because, you know, I mean, I could have, I could have a dream one day that says, don't turn left, you know, and I remember that during the day while I'm driving and I don't turn left and thank goodness, because there's some reason I shouldn't have turned left, you know, uh, okay. um, you just, we don't know always why we're receiving the information that we are, but I think dream work is also about trusting this unknown that is constantly at work in our life. And so the more that we can meet the dream and work with the dream images, I think the higher our sensitivity level is um, raised for us to pick up on and become more conscious, more self-aware. 
Absolutely, because as long as we've got the physical form, it's it's much more difficult to connect. So yeah. dream work is is the perfect way to do it. Now I know with myself, sometimes dream recall is a real issue, mm-hmm. and so you may dream overnight. Because does everybody dream overnight? Everybody dreams, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of people think that they don't dream because they don't remember anything. Yeah, but and dreaming so, is a it, it's something that every human being does. And, and so, and how can you them. how can you improve that dream recall if if you're having trouble remembering your dreams in the morning? Good question. Um, I'll give you just a couple of things. The first one is just setting the intention. It's like you know, if I decide I want to buy a, a red Honda, I suddenly start seeing them everywhere mm-hmm. because it's in my energy field. So if I make an intention that I want to start remembering my dreams, that's the first step. And keeping an open notebook with a pen and a flashlight right next to the bed, so I'm ready to go. The you know the soon as soon as I remember something, I can immediately write that down. But mm-hmm. intention setting is huge. Uh, I have found reading books about dreams or walk, watching a documentary about dreams totally opens me up to to way more dreaming and more dream recall because now I'm you know I'm in the pool of dreams yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, I mean, there's just, you can go back to old dreams that you've had. Maybe you remember one from childhood. You can rewrite that dream now and it kind of activates this dreaming part of ourself and that helps us also to develop more recall. So uh, those, there's just so many, there's so many little things that you can do and it doesn't have to be difficult. You know, just set the intention by even just saying, you know what, I'm going to remember my dreams and I continue to say it every night before I fall asleep. I will remember my dreams as soon as I wake up and I just, I, Put that in my head as I fall asleep and I'll be more off, off to remember my dreams that way. Fantastic. What about people that have recurring dreams? Is, that, is, is there a reason behind that? Is, is it that the message hasn't gotten through or why would someone have a recurring dream? Recurring dreams are so interesting and often, and, and I'm going to, you know, anything that's kind of PTSD related, I'm not going to go into because I am not a therapist, but it does happen in, in that as well, yeah. because people are continuing to relive situations and traumatic events. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in a regular setting, recurring dreams often are, they're trying to get your attention, right? Yeah. So I have a dream and I didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And I have the dream again and I haven't done anything about it. And, you know, maybe it's because I just need to have a talk with somebody. Maybe there's something unresolved mm-hmm. that happened in a relationship. Um, I have one, one uh, man that I knew uh, who was started having recurring dreams. And when we went back, we looked to the, when did they start mm. for him? He was around 18 and they had gone on until he was almost, I don't know, 25 or 30, many, many years. And what he realized uh, is looking at when they began, what was going on, what was significant at that particular point in time that may be unresolved. And for him, it was his parents had divorced. And that was just very, very traumatic for him. And so he would continue to have the same dream for years and years and years. And once he finally understood what was going on and why they had started, it was then that he was able to heal from that. And then the recurring dreams stopped. So generally, they're just they're trying to bring something to your attention, but it's usually something unresolved. So our like ego, day, you know, our ego's not listening to it, and it's standing yeah. in the way. And so, if you have a recurring dream, it's really important that you do start to delve into why that may be happening. Um, and also, another really interesting thing that happens sometimes is you you'll be dreaming, and then you'll wake up, 
from this dream. And then when you go back to sleep, then the dream continues. Why would something like that happen? You know, I find that just as fascinating. And yeah. I don't know why that is because that doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah, but no. it happens to some. I mean, I have known so many people who, I mean, they can just pick up the story where it left off. So I, I wish I had an answer for why yeah. that happens, but it's so fabulous when it does. I mean, I just think that's, it's so neat, but it's not something that's been my own personal dream experience. Yeah, because I know that's happened to me a couple of times where I've, I've woken up and then I've gone back to sleep and the dream has just continued. And, you know, it's like, it's quite strange. And it's, if it's a good dream, then, then it's... Um, then it's nice but some people also experience it with nightmares as well um which is you know not so great um mm. now what about nightmares what's the what's happening during nightmares um why would somebody be having a, a bad dream as opposed to a good one well so nightmares are they're a little bit similar to recurring dreams i mean it can be anything from just having terrible anxiety about an exam you're having the following day and and that anxiety you know produces nightmarish figures to um something that needs to be dealt with in your life that you're not facing at all and mm. generally you know with nightmares i'll tell people go back and see the last month or two months of dreams and see if there's anything similar that was like a smaller version of that in in there because chances are Jen that this energy has been trying to get a hold of you yeah. um, and trying to communicate with you and you've just been no no yeah don't <laughs> want to deal you with know. it because and, often often a lot of it is fear based and sometimes yeah. when we have a lot of fear we don't want to deal with it because it seems too scary so exactly. um, and that's when that's when you find that that nightmares will start to appear so i think it is very important as bambi said that you go back to the last couple of months and see exactly what's been happening and if there's a message in there you've been ignoring um because we may deal with some of the messages and then other ones are too hard to deal with especially yeah. if you've had something traumatic happen um, and this is where healing from that comes in really handy so and and i believe it it does affect future dreams mm -hmm. So Absolutely. fantastic. And um, so the dream state, I know that we go into different states during our sleep, our alpha, our beta, our delta, all the different states there. So what state is it that we are actually in our dream dreaming state? Is that well, REM? Yes. I mean, they, they, everything that I've read says that you're dreaming when you're in, in the REM state. Okay. However, that being said, mm -hmm. in my own experience, I can start dreaming as soon immediately upon falling asleep. So, you well, know, I, and because I'm not a scientist, you know, I'm sure that there are, you know, sleep research studies that mm -hmm. show a lot more detail, but I do find it interesting that some people have that experience in, in a certain level of sleep, but again, it doesn't seem to always be 100% that way. Yeah. I suppose, I suppose like with everything else, it comes down to individuality Mm -hmm. um, and because you've been doing dream work for so long, it's probably really quite easy for you to enter that dream state because mm -hmm. your body has already got the intention set that you're going to remember your dreams every night. That's just, right. that's just set. But if you're just new to this, start to set the intention mm -hmm. and you know, it may take, 
you know, it may take a, a few nights for that to kick in, but set the intention that you're going to be waking up and remember your dreams. Um, so, so writing down the dreams is really important because obviously we want to be able to go back to it yeah. and see what our dreams were and then put pieces of the puzzle together and figure out exactly what our higher intelligence is trying to tell us during our dreams. So what are some tips that you can give people for journaling their dreams? Oh, the two things that I think are the most, they're very simple, but I think they're the most important. The first one is to, at the top of your dream journal, make a few day notes about the day. Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to sit here spending 10, 20 minutes doing this. Just write a few sentences, anything that was emotionally charged, anything that was new and different, or just, you know, just things that happened that you can refer back to. Because in two months, when you look back on your dream journal, you are never going to remember that all that stuff was going on yeah. that day. So the first thing is always just make some, some day notes, even if you never remember the dream, you know, just continuously add them to your dream journal. The second thing is write your dreams in the present tense. Okay. And writing them, this makes such a big difference, Jen. And, and the example that I use is, so imagine that, uh, okay, past tense. I dreamed that I was in jail and it was cold and I was, I was lonely. If I bring in the present tense, I am in jail and I am cold and I am lonely. And there's a huge shift into bringing the dream into the here and now, yeah. which you know, when we think of dreams, we think of them as happening in the past, but they're not really happening in the they past. Happen. They are yeah. happening right now. So being present with the dream and writing them in the present tense can, I mean, that alone could give me a huge insight into something if I just changed the tense that I'm writing in, you know, to how I'm feeling. It, that immediately, you know, connects me to my emotional state. So yeah, that's absolutely. Uh, no, that's a, that's a great tip because I think we, we tend to, when we do write stuff down just naturally, we do tend to put it in the past tense, but we need mm -hmm. to remember that there is only really one time and that is now. Right. Right. So every, you know, now is now you move two seconds down the track. It's still now. And <laughs> every, every place we are, we're in the now. So it's yeah. important that you do write, in the now, like Bambi said, even when we write our affirmations down, it must be in yes. the now, in the present tense. Um, so that's that's fantastic. So what should listeners look for when beginning to work with their dreams? Oh goodness, I, I would, you know, I I I, can't, I may I've tried to make this simple, you know, even in the book. It's like the who, what, where, when, why, when. Yeah. Yep. You know. Were there people and animals? Um, what was happening in the dream? You're looking for the actions. Am I being chased? Am I flying? Am I falling? Am I drowning? Um, looking at the setting of the dream. Where does the dream place me right now? So it places me in a jail cell or it places me in a playground or, you know, you look for where you are in the dream, right? Yep. Um, when did it take place? Meaning, was there was it Christmas in my dream? And you know, do I have positive associations or negative associations to Christmas time? Um, sometimes your timing will bring you right back to a clue that will help you to understand why this dream is happening and why it's happening right now. Because gosh, then I can associate 
maybe there's some family stuff that's coming up right now and gosh that's the same stuff that comes up at Christmas every year and oh there's this dynamic and you know that gives me insight so you start looking for things to track and so like I said actions settings time who's in the dream and then you start working with the images and you know a person could spend hours on one dream Jen I'm sure yeah. you know um, but sometimes we've only got 10 minutes in the morning, you know, to work on, on something. And so um, I would generally, if you are short on time, pick one image, work on that image just a little bit, do some association work with the image. Um, I have something called the dream tracking tree that I've been using uh, that just helps to open up the associative process on a dream image and then include the emotions. How did I feel? in the dream what emotions were sparked was i happy was i you know terrified yeah. what you know these are all clues um from the unconscious in the dream for us that we can start then bringing into the here and now to look at and say gosh where's this stuff playing out in my life right now very That's insightful true. but yeah so like you said if you don't have a lot of time to be able to delve into it then then take take one image and associate it and and look over it and see what what message might be trying to come through that particular image. Mm -hmm. So that's that's fantastic tips, Bambi. I, I think that our audience is now going to one recognize the importance of dream tracking, but also have a bit of an insight in, into how they can start to track their dreams as well. Um, one more thing I'd love to yeah. just share, Jen, Go on for tracking it. your dreams. The other thing I I always encourage people to do is in your journal. Use colored pens, use highlighters, draw the dream. Um, I mean, just some amazing work also comes out of artistically expressing a dream and you can track it same way. Yeah, probably not if I drew because I'm a stick person. So, you know <laughs> <laughs> so I probably wouldn't be able to remember what my dream was telling me. <laughs> it's still such a fascinating process though because you're activating this creative right side of the brain and something else comes through the body again, you know? You so. never know. Maybe, maybe it'll work so powerfully that my, my drawings will be um, able to be understood. <laughs> I think I'll just stick to colored pens and, and highlighters. That probably that works. <laughs> well, that's fantastic, Bambi. Is there anything that you'd like to talk to our audience about or let them know about um, your course, your program, um, anything like that? Your uh, special gift and um, special offer will be included in the playbook. Uh, excuse me, which you would have received upon registering for the summit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, if there's anything else that you'd like to add, then please do so, Bambi. Oh, goodness. I think, you know, um, yes, I will have a book out uh, by the time we're doing our summit. It'll be in print and it'll be available. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but, you know, I think I just would really like to encourage anybody who has any interest in dreams at all just to really start picking up on what's going on around you and really use it as a tool that will actually enhance your life. And even if you're having scary dreams, dreams come on behalf of wholeness and healing. Yeah. And that is so crucial and it's so important, you know, that we keep in mind that they're, they're part of a, a positive benefit. They're really coming on our behalf. So paying attention to your dreams, working with them in whatever way you can and have time for literally will change your life. So Absolutely. I yeah. totally agree. 
And so where, so where can people find you, Bambi, if they would like to learn more and if they would, you know, like to do coaching with you, that sort of thing? So my website is uh, bambicorso.com and I've got contact page on there and information on there. And then my uh, book is Dream Tracking, Track Your Dreams and Transform Your Life. So that'll be available from numerous, numerous uh, outlets come the time of our summit. Fantastic. Well, it has, absolute, it has been an absolute delight to talk to you today, Bambi. Thank, always a delight. As Bambi. always. Thank you so much. <laughs>